Alrighty guys, we're back with another super amazing, super delicious Snack Run Podcast, episode 5. I'm your host, Ryan Hernia, aka Never Lose Heart, aka Kona Hot Cafe, and this is my best buddy. Whoa, I didn't see you guys there. I'm Brady, uh, another one of your hosts, co-hosts actually, and fun fact about me, I'm allergic to anything with a seed. Some people like to call those fruit. A seed? Yeah, seed. I'm allergic oh, okay. to anything with a seed. Oh, okay. you not know that about me? Really? No, like dead ass. Watermelon. Like no. no apples. Can't do it. Anything with a seed, I'm allergic to. So like no watermelon, apples, uh, strawberries, blueberries, grapes. If it has a seed, Ryan, a grape can't... has is 80% water though. But does it have a seed? I think so. <laughs> then yeah, so I'm allergic to it. What's that called? I don't know. Being allergic. Being ignorance. <gasps> no, I'm allergic. <laughs> dead ass. And this is this podcast for everything, TV shows, movies, pop culture, anime, manga. Did I miss anything? Uh, no, you got it. Um, Glizzy, Glizzy Experience. The Glizzy Experience, a working title. We were really trying to, I was push. I was pushing it, but then someone, I'm not going to say who, someone <laughs> didn't allow it. Before it was called the Snack Run Podcast, the Glizzy Experience was like the number one we're going for. It was number one on the whiteboard for a week. Yeah, a week yeah. straight, it was number one. But someone's. But then we th- someone pointed out that the that the term Glizzy may not be a thing like in a few years or something. And Which it, I agree. it's a few years now. It's it's three years later. It's three years later. Ever since we came up with the Snack Run Podcast, so is Glizzy still relevant? Uh, I think it is. If someone said, dude, that was a big old glizzy, I was still alive. I think it's like the term, I mean, the the thing it's describing, it just get called something different every year or every like generation or something. Because like in high school, chode was a big thing. Like, oh, you're chode. That guy's such a chode. Now it's like, ah, glizzy, glizzy this, glizzy but, that. But if someone said, uh, wow, dude, this guy was like a straight chode for real, like, I would still laugh. But if the guy's like, ah, oh, this guy has such a huge glizzy do you laugh uh, no i like i like big swinging hog better oh that's a good one um today is the the fifth annual fifth. marvel episode it's our fifth annual marvel episode it's really cool because i love marvel ryan i've been to avengers campus twice twice <laughs> twice that's crazy man choking on thick again it, the glizzy choking on that glizzy Big swing hug. Yeah, but um, yeah, we. I like Marvel. Ryan likes Marvel. We're like, hey, let's have a annual Marvel podcast segment where we just talk about all things Marvel and all things we like about the MCU and Kevin Feige. And there's so much to go over too. There's like I don't know, so like, much like Marvel stuff. Movies and like so many and shows, amazing movies. Some okay TV shows. And uh, you know what's crazy? Like, I don't think you can you can go walk this whole earth. Mm-hmm. How this whole earth, this whole earth, this whole. Why are you making fun of my accents? My accents. My accents. You mean your lift? Yeah, you're making me feel really uncomfortable. You're like putting a spotlight on me right now. Um, you can walk around this whole earth or this whole neighborhood, <laughs> and um, you won't find two two people, two two people. You won't find any two people with the same opinion, uh, overall about Marvel. Because like, Marvel's such a like a huge thing. They have just like they branched out and have so many different storylines and just avenues you could take. And some for different, some bangers, some stinkers, some some big stinky stinkers. And we're gonna talk about the stinkers and we're gonna talk about those bangers. 
we just want to specify this is only going to be for the movies in the MCU. There's a lot of good like Marvel related movies and there, there's also a lot of good Disney Plus uh, original Marvel TV series. But right. just to like minimize it because there's going to be a lot and we're going right. to have a lot of these like Marvel uh, episodes coming up mm-hmm. in the future. So just to minimize it. Top five stinkers. Top five stinkers. Top five wieners. Top five best. Is that what you mean? That's what I mean. So we're, it's mainly just going to be MCU movies that is in, uh, in our top five. Right, MCU, right. Because, like, if it wasn't, uh, you open up a new door to, like, all the Wolverine movies. Uh, all the Raymond, all the Sony ones, all the... It's crazy. Morbius? I think Morbius is on number one for everybody, actually. Is that MCU or is that... No, it's not MCU. Wait, I really didn't know. I really, didn't know. really, MCU would never release such but, dog water. But there's also kind of a crossover because in that movie, you see the Spider-Man's bad guy, uh, the Falcon. It's so weird. Or sorry, it's the, so weird. It? Yeah, no, uh, Falcon. Or not Falcon, uh, Vulture. The Vulture, yeah. The Vulture. That's such a these, bad movie. All these bird-based bad guys... Okay, let's go over it. Top five in no particular order. Uh, let me start with my number five. Start with number five, brother. Oh, so- also, wait, number five can be just as good as number one because, like, I don't, yeah, there's no order. Yeah, so there's no order, but for me, it's kind of a tie between two. I'll let you know the both, and then I'll put, I'll let you guys know which one is better than the other. I have two. Okay. I have uh, Shang-Chi, and then I also have uh, Thor Ragnarok. You put, okay, you, okay. Start off with a cheat, but all right. Yeah, so it's it's <laughs> kind of those two. I think I'm going to put Thor Ragnarok over it because Shang-Chi is amazing. Great story, great action, great character development, definitely with the villain. But Thor Ragnarok, it really changes what Thor kind of looks like currently in the MCU. And I love the direction where uh, director Taikwetiti went. I butchered I- no, but uh, I really enjoyed the new direction they were able to go with Thor. Really push his limitation because before in the original Thor or Thor of the Dark World, just very boring, very bland, had no interest in him. This really turned his character around and allowed him to like really develop his own personality, his own character traits. Wow, you had a lot more to say about that than I did. Yeah, I was, I was, I was gonna be like, uh, it's funny. <laughs> well, it is. It is really funny. But <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, a great Hela, the main villain, Thor Ragnarok. I'm happy, she I'm was happy amazing. Left, I'm happy they left Earth finally. Like, yes. Oh my God. Why is there like the God of Thunder and like um like the the heir to the throne chilling on Earth so much? Like, it was cool because like I like the things like when they were on Earth, they were currently doing stuff. Like they met up with Doctor Strange. They had a little confrontation with Hela. But like once when they were off Earth, they were off. It was really cool. There was a lot, of, a lot of really good stuff when they teased to the future MCU. So I think Thor Ragnarok is my number five spot. Very cool. Um, so Shang Chi was an honorable mention. Is that why you put that there? Yeah, I just like it was a tough competition between those two, and I just had to do mm-hmm. Thor over Shang Chi because like my other picks, those just slightly beat Shang Chi because I have a lot of pride and respect for Shang Chi. It just didn't hit my list. Pride because you're. Chinese. He said pride and respect. Yeah, I'm prideful of that pick. I'm prideful that, you know, that I'm able to have Shang-Chi on my list. You you feel represented by Shang-Chi. By the action, (laughs) since I study uh, Tai Chi a lot. Um, So I'll go with my my, my top five, my my fifth one. Yeah, let's hear it. It's Shang-Chi. I'm not joking. Well, do you feel disrespected right now? Uh, No, no. I love it, and I know it's not for everyone. Mm. That's fine. Um, 
I think it was you said it, or I, I heard I saw it on an interview or something like that too. Mm-hmm. But Marvel is broken up into three three parts, right? Yeah, it's like street level threats, space threats, and then like magic shit. Yes, hundred percent. Right? And I feel like Shang Chi is a little bit in between street level and magic stuff. Yeah, it kind of rides that border. Um, I love it so much because I am a huge sucker um, for like a really good like fist fight. Um, that's why I love Daredevil so much because like the guy is only fists, like that's all he has to. Um, I I love that he is like a master of martial arts, and not just that. Like later he gets like a power up where he has like an extended like um reach with his rings and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Also, he's definitely uh, badass. It, yeah, he's super yeah, cool. And this super cool. That bus scene, like whenever I think of Shang Chi, that's like that's the, that's the first thing that comes to mind. That bus scene is yeah. stupid. Amazing. That's why I had to put Shang Chi up there as at least an honorable mention because like the couple scenes in Shang Chi is definitely up there at like the best fight scenes in the MCU period. Okay, cool. I'll give you that. I was like, just a couple? No, and then, yeah, but um, the bus scene, the last scene with the dragon. Yeah. Where he's just riding the dragon. Yeah, oh. and it, he goes like full like Goku. Like, like it uh, basically turns into like an anime Dragon Ball fight. What like I think that's what kind of like made us hype about it because we're like, well, because yeah, we saw that together. Really yeah, fast. We saw that together. Yeah, and it was really cool. But and it introduced real life Pokemon. It introduced real life Pokemon. They went to this like spirit realm where there was like different like monstery type looking Pokemon looking creatures, and um. It, I thought the story was kind of sad too. Like the dad wanted to see mom so badly, and he was the dad's such a good villain. I thought so too. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was cool to see like someone who was like just just wanted you know to be loved and felt feel loved again. And and I I I I, I kind of feel that you know what I mean. Yeah, man. Also, one hot take. I didn't hate Aquafina. Aquafina. People hated her. They thought she was just annoying and yappy. I, people they kind of hate her in general. Like oh, as a person. I don't know. I guess I. I think she's. I think she's really cool. Yeah. I think I'd love to have a friend like that. Um, just like a, just like a little bit on the annoying side, but I always want her around. Yeah. Um, I think you. I think she just uh, she just rubbed people the wrong way. I didn't mind her. I thought she was very interesting. People are like, oh, the movie was went a lot smoother without her. I'm like, no, she kept it lively. You know, you can only have too much seriousness throughout the whole movie. Definitely when it comes to like family matter, she kind of left it super light. And that movie, it never felt. Like it took itself, it took itself too seriously. Yeah. Uh, it always felt like, yeah, the stakes are high, but we're having fun. I think another thing what that movie did really good is on the third Iron Man, they enter, uh, they introduce a fake Mandarin and they brought him back in this Shang Chi movie, and that was really cool because like they thought they were just a one off character, but the MCU was able just to show like, oh, we're able to like bring back these characters and make them useful. They've done that multiple times. Uh-huh. Um, like, uh. Uh, one of the villains in like Captain America, I think like one or two was the one of the main villains or like kind of like a side character kind of in um, Captain America and the Falcon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, the MC is really good at that because they know they're not going to get a major hit in every single character. But it's what you do with that character flop is what matters. So I think Shane Chi did really Abby, good. And, uh, there's, there's three other characters that kind of were side characters and like. The Avenger movies, like the the manager guy who's like you know start off as kind of the assistant, he kind of made play bigger and bigger and bigger roles. Same with Pepper Piper, Piper Iron Man's wife. Yeah, she she was like just like the the like you know dumb assistant, and then she like became like the dumb assistant he's banging, and now became his wife. And then they have a kid. Spoiler: they have a kid. They, they have fucked. A, they they fucked Piper and Iron Man. Yes, yes, not Piper and the kid. You gotta stop thinking. I'm saying the kid's fucking. You you want things. Oh, I said they have a kid. 
and they fucked. Okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that happens. Maybe that. Okay. Um. No, not the kids fucking. I was like, maybe it happened that maybe, I'm saying. We go to your number two now. Okay, number two, <laughs> in no particular order. I'm gonna say, Spider-Man: Homecoming. God dang, do we have the same list? I hate you. Spider-Man: Homecoming. But a lot of people get confused with Spider-Man: No Way Home. Oh, I'm thinking. I I just got confused. Yeah, no worries, no worries. I think Spider-Man: Homecoming is a great introduction. I'm I'm huge on introduction characters. You're too. a Spider-Man fan. I love Spider-Man. Like, I think Tom Holland. I will say it is one of the best Spider-Man. Out this there. is a whole podcast. I, I, I know, I know, I know. But I'll just keep it as Spider-Man: Homecoming. It was a great introduction. It really set this tone of like, this is what an MCU Spider-Man is gonna and look it's like. Awesome! I really do. Yeah, love that movie. yeah. I think the culture was amazing. It's the a character, great self-contained film. It didn't need fifteen other characters. And that's the whole premise of the movie: is Spider-Man is talking to Tony, like, I want to be bigger. I want to be more than your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. But that's the whole reason for the movie: is like, he's okay being the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man at the end of the day. And like, that's what Spider-Man character is all about. That's why Spider-Man is the most popular character in comic books in general, besides like maybe Superman or Batman, because he's the most relatable character in all of comic books. I don't know who I was talking to the other day. I can't remember who I was talking to, but I was explaining to someone why Spider-Man is like one of the best, if not the best Spider-Man or like superhero ever. It's because he he represents the everyman. Yeah, he represents the struggle, the heartache, just Dude, the the life the experience. Bullies, like how he struggles talking to girls, make struggle making rent. I mean, this is all like you know early Spider Man days. Obviously, he was a scientist and like a badass. But like, yeah, he struggled. He struggled with women, rent, parents. He had no parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think if we're gonna talk about favorite scenes in that movie, my favorite scene is well, there's two parts. Um, I'm a sucker for superheroes who are just kind of working with what they got. So when Tony took away his super nice suit, the Stark Tech suit, he just had to wear his old homemade suit. And like, I love seeing superheroes like they're just working with they, what they got. They're working with like what's in their inventory. They're working with right. like just any materials possible. In that scene where he's stuck under a rubble, uh, the rubble of the building falling on him and he's stuck on it and you see his reflection in the water it shows half his Peter Parker I don't think it's even yeah. to push it out yeah it's half his Peter Parker face and half his Spider-Man face and it kind of breaks down like who is this character really and like just defeating like he's crying out for help and that's actually based off of a comic book where he's crying out for help uh, but no one's there to help him so he has to find the courage inside himself teacher teacher yes me yes me. Can we change this to Marvel Red for this episode? Do you want to? Yeah, I think so. Okay, talk to the camera while I change it. All right. Um, no, I I 100% agree. Um, that I think that's also I think you would really is that the darkest it goes? Is that Marvel Red? Yeah, that's Marvel Red. Yeah, I love this. No, that, that's Marvel Red. Is that Marvel Red? That's Marvel Red. That's that's, yeah, that's good. That's good right there. Okay, tight. Okay, so legit. Um, I think that you would enjoy Daredevil because he is a little bit the same, a little bit the same way because he only has like his fist, and he's, like, the most average dude. In fact, worse than that, he's blind as fuck. Like, he's more blind. Like, like Mr. Reese could not help this guy. Yeah. Like, he's so blind. And um, he fights, like, hordes of, like, bad guys at a time. And he doesn't have a special, special suit. He doesn't have any special powers. He just, like, and he goes at it with what he has. I mean, a little special powers. Right. Like, his senses are. Right. His, his senses are heightened. But uh, he really doesn't get anything to go along with. He gets beat up, like, a lot. So that's part of the reason why I like him. Same reason I like I like Spider Man because like he is just a normal dude at, at the end of the day, um, like you know normal ish. Uh, 
And I think that's, think that's one of the best parts of Spider-Man is when his Spider-Man life kind of bleeds into his personal life. Like, I love Batman. I think Batman's great. But you don't get enough of, enough of that cross where Batman's life crosses into Bruce Wayne's life. He keeps it very separate. When Spider-Man is like, he's only a kid. He can't keep it as separate as possible. So once when his friends, his family, Aunt May, once when they get involved into Spider-Man life, that's where it gets crazy. And that's what really draws me to that character. Right. And so, yeah, exactly. No, I, I can't even add much to that. Um, yeah, so that's my second pick is Spider-Man Homecoming. A lot of people might come at me and it's like, oh, no, no way home, no way home. It has to be. I'm like, no, I love no way home, but it's just for different reasons. Uh, yeah, that's really sorry. I was messing myself. No, that's all right. Um, I can't really add much more to that. I, I love I love that movie. I have something else to say, but I can't remember what it was. But maybe, maybe we'll come back to it. But uh, yeah. Uh, I wish I wish I can watch it again. I only, I only ever watched it one time mm-hmm. because uh, Sony and like um, Sony, Sony and Disney, I have like a custody battle. They need they need to grow up. I think there was talks that they were going to release all the Sony like Marvel I stuff. I would like that on uh, on Disney Plus. I don't know where when that is. Hopefully soon. But like real quick, give me your top your top three Spider Man live action um, uh, actors go. Uh, the top three Spider-Man live action actors yeah, ever? In order, in order, from best to worst. Oh, from best to worst. Okay, it's going to be... Oh, that's so hard. Um, So mine... After Spider-Man No Way Home, it's going to be Andrew Garfield. Then it's going to be Tom Holland is second. And then last, it's going to be Tobey Maguire. Okay, okay. I respect it. I respect it. Yeah, because Andrew Garfield stole the stage in No Way Home. He was. If I was just grading Andrew Garfield off of his first two, he would be high. He would be probably number two, but he wouldn't be number one. But no way Helm really built on his character. He's so animated, and it helps. It helps too that he's a super nice guy off camera. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen interviews with him. I I've like followed him on social media, and I've also like seen his other movies where he he'll take a role because like he has a genuine genuine heart for the for the for the script. Um, So I agree. Uh, I'm gonna go Andrew Garfield. Um, Tom and then uh, what's his name? Toby. Toby. Toby's last. I think a lot Toby... of people. A lot of people are gonna hate on you for, uh, or they're gonna hate I on us. I don't care. I don't care. Let, <laughs> let their 40, 30 year old asses come for me. I don't care. Um, one for to- Toby. Toby being at the bottom. One, he's old as fuck. He's like fifty five year old man trying to trying to like look young still. And like, uh, and, and what, go on, go on. One more thing. Yeah, he's a big dick. Yes, he's he's, dick. A, he's a terrible. There's person. like maybe he got better. Um, he's. He's like nicknamed like asshole McGuire on uh, Twitter. Bully McGuire. McGuire. Bully McGuire on, on Twitter and like TikTok and stuff. Um, he's just like a total dickwad. Yeah. And he has, he hasn't done anything. He did, did. He did like two movies in the early two thousands, aside from Spider Man, and then that was kind of it, I think. Oh, uh, the Great Gatsby. Right, that was one of them. Oh, sure. And he, you want to hear? A, you want to hear a fun fact about Tobey Maguire? What's a fun fact about Tobey? A fun fact about Tobey Maguire is when they were filming the first Spider-Man two, he was such a douche and asshole to the whole film crew and the directors and all that. Um, someone on the staff went up to uh, the guy who plays Flash during that beginning fight scene in the high school. They they said, "Hey, the guy to the guy to who played Flash is like, hey, we'll give you hundred dollars if you accidentally actually hit Tobey Maguire." <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't go through with it because that's breaching the law of contracts. But, like, they hit him. $100? Yeah, they, they hated him so much that they were trying to get him actually punched on set. Right. I mean, I, I believe it. I believe it. Um, You know, if I didn't know if I didn't know him outside of his movies, I I think I might like him more. Not going to yeah. lie to you. Yeah, here's how, here's how. We'll get to your second pick. But 
Here's a we love Spider-Man. We could probably talk about Spider-Man. As this is all episode. It could be a whole podcast. But here, here's my we're not even we're not even tapping like into Spider-Man video game. Here's my stance on the three live action Sony <laughs> Spider-Mans. Here's my stance on the three uh Sony live action Spider-Mans. Toby McGuire makes a great Peter Parker. He's nerdy. He has all the quirks. He's uh, he looks and feels like a real nerd who like no one likes. But he doesn't make a good Spider-Man. He's not that good at the Spider-Man role in the suit. Andrew Garfield, on the other hand, he makes a really good Spider-Man. He understands the charismatic, the jokes, the quips. And, like, some people say he jokes around too much. That's what Spider-Man does. That's how he gets over, like, just his fear or anxiety when he faces these villains of, like, I'm just going to hit quirks at them and quips and stuff like that. Peter Parker... It doesn't really fit our Peter Parker. He's a little bit too cool, too stylish. I think Tom Holland, he's able to balance both Spider-Man. Right, because he has like a baby face and he's the youngest one too doing it. Yeah, so he balances like a really good nerdy Peter Parker and he also balances like a really quippy, fun Spider-Man because that's what we want to see on screen. We want to see a fun Spider-Man on screen. So that's my hot take for all three of the Spider-Mans. Um, I don't want to keep talking about this because uh, we could. We can talk about it for another like, 30, 40 Yeah, minutes. but we got a list to get to. Right, we definitely do. So uh, was that, that was yours? That was my number okay, two. Okay, we're going to spend too much time on my next one. It's Ragnarok. Um, mm-hmm. uh, big strong man, big funny laugh. Hee <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's good. It is a lot of big strong right. men. And, and there's nothing else we can really add to it other than Brady's excellent analysis earlier. Um, I think that director is great. Um, Kevin Taikawidi. Kevin? Taikawidi. Tiger Kwati. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> uh, taekwondo. No. Uh, director Taika Watiti. Okay, cool. Director Taika Watiti. Um, that, we know his that's, name. That's also my favorite uh, Hawaiian island, actually. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, you guys, you and your wife are going there? Aloha. That's, that's yes, for in, in Spanish. Um, so, yeah. So, I love that movie. Uh, it's super funny. It's super great. It's like... It doesn't really have like a super complex story, I don't no. think. You just go in there, you have a good time, just know that they have a sister and there's like a bad person and like they're all family and like Hulk is smash and Hulk is smash. Hulk is smash, man. That's it. It's That's really it, funny. Bro. It's really funny. If you just go in and just like enjoy the movie, it's super funny. Yeah, Hulk Hulk is smash. What's your third pick? My third <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so to review, my my first pick was Thor Ragnarok. Second <laughs> pick was uh, Homecoming, which was super awesome. Third pick, can you guess what my third pick is? And no order, no order at all. Mobius. It's not Mobius. It is Infinity War. Avengers Infinity War, huge team-up movie. Huge plus, huge twat, uh, twats. Uh, oh, yeah. There's a lot of twats, huge, twat. uh, huge twists in it. Um, it's just great. It's a wonderful team up movie. I think, um, out of all the Avengers movie, it's definitely up there in the top one or two of all the Avengers. This is a movie though, and I'll, this is going to be not even the hottest take ever. Just you know, the hot uh, and analysis, not analysis, observation. Yeah, you can't watch this movie uh, just by itself. You really can't. No, this is a movie you only fully, you only fully appreciate. If you've seen and grew up and understand um, all the characters in it. Yeah. And uh, like, I think a standalone movie, Inve- Avengers Infinity War, is not a good movie. No. Because too much is going on. There's not, like the stakes is just like, what's the stakes? I don't know. Um, if you're a fan of Marvel, it's a must see. And it, everybody's seen it. Everybody's yeah, seen it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are seen it. 
a it, lot of people, more than a lot of people big, see it. It's big, huge superhero team up. There's like 35 heroes plus in it. Um, and like, but like I said, like it has this downfall where you someone just scrolling the channels, they haven't watched a whole lot of Marvel, and they see that one, it's not going to like be mega appealing. It might spark their interest, yeah, but uh, they'll it, be thoroughly good. It's definitely one of those things. Like, if you don't want to care about the plot. Big strong men fighting other big strong men. No, it, it's it's big strong dudes fighting big purple man. Big purple ball sack man. Yeah, big purple ball sack. Yeah, so like it's just it's fun, it's creative, it's interesting. I love it. I I love Infinity War. Um, next one also uh for me it's my, my my number three pick. Um, give me a good one. It's give me a be, good. It's gonna one. be No Way Home. No way home. Yeah, so we, it's a banger. We touch. We can't stay away from Spider Man for too long, baby. Yeah, we're we're wrapping right back into Spider Man. So uh, Brady talked a lot about um, Homecoming, which is a great, excellent um, uh, debut solo movie, and then No Way Home has a few more characters in it. Um, mostly just Doctor Strange, his friends, and then oh wait, actually hold on, I lied. It has a lot more characters. In it. <laughs> it has a lot of characters actually. Um, so this is another film that. Going right into it without seeing not just MCU Spider-Man films, but also um, Spider-Man films from the early 2000s and the mid 2000s. This this is a film that you that you to fully appreciate to love. You have to have seen the early Tobey Maguire Marvel series and then uh, three movies, and then also the mid 2000s Andrew Garfield that made the Spider-Man. Um, because it's not that big a spoiler anymore. They are definitely in it, and it's like it's like yeah. a multiverse of crazy adventure. They do um, such a good job bringing in the I other agree. movies. I agree. And it feels seamless. It feels natural. It feels like it, it like feels should happen. What's crazy? It feels deserved. Like right. it feels like the fans are like, we've been wanting this movie. We did. We actually, it's something we wanted. What we didn't know we wanted. Yeah, it never yeah. felt realistic. But then they did it. And it's like, what the hell? Uh, when the 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 lead up to it, they were so tight lipped about it. That was ooh, I hit my mic. That was I was like I was like, please God, please give me Andrew Garfield. And when they did, I was so weird. Oh, uh, when weird. when he hopped out of that port, they're like Peter, Peter, and he hopped no, out. I was like, dude, I was freaking. Like, it's 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 like, so it's it was so high because we knew it was not our Peter. We knew it was a different right, universe. You know, it's his face right away. And then, like, once when he hopped, you're like, oh, I know that sling bing. Uh, when, 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 when Andrew Garfield was parachuting, I was like, yeah, that's my big dick Spider-Man. <laughs> it was so cool. I think I was more hyped for Andrew Garfield than I was Toby. Oh, yeah, 100%. I was like, I was like oh, cool. Because how did Toby introduce himself? He just walked in, right? Yeah. And he didn't have, like, this big, like, and then, scene. And then Andrew was like, uh, why do you dress like a cool youth pastor? <laughs> it was so good. It was such a good movie. And, like, it definitely is, like... In other sense, in my top five, just not in like I don't know. It like my 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 levels like interchange of like what goes right. at the current moment. Right. But like right now, I'm feeling homecoming. But definitely, no way home definitely comes in. Yeah, and I like the way it ended. It didn't end um like super duper happy. Yeah. It ended in a way that will um be interesting for the next movie. Mm -hmm. And two, it ended like not super happy, which I'm okay with because. Sometimes people just want like a super happy, fun ending so they can leave happy and happy, feeling fun. But sometimes like, that's not the art. That's not um, realistic. And I know they say, "Oh, it's not realistic." The Marvel movies, I get it. But like for, for the story, mm -hmm. um, to have like a wacky um, ass pull ending that's happy, it doesn't feel right. So artistically, I think it ended well. I'm surprised that none of the Spider-Mans actually died in it. I really thought they were going to kill off like Toby, but. 
maybe they didn't because they were like, oh, if these go good, we could make a bunch of spinoffs of like Toby and Andrew and I stuff like that. More Andrew. Andrew's so animated. He's so animated. Yeah. I mean, I think that they're planning to do more stuff. I, I I cried a little bit. I'm not gonna lie because uh, yeah. when when Zendaya was like falling from the clock from that the was shower, so yeah and so um, moving, so inspirational. How did he pick her? How did he get her without snapping her neck? Oh, so what he did, because last time he snapped Gwen's neck because he just grabbed on, whipped her, and the whiplash kind of broke her spine. So with the, he learned from his mistakes. So he flew down. He actually, since he has the strength, since he has like the incredible strength of a spider, um, he flew down. He first caught her, then whipped up and pulled himself oh, okay. down because he could that's he great. could handle the whiplash. But a normal human body can't handle whiplash. So plus he like, dives down, plus grabs like, her. Yeah, it was like they were falling like this and like hanging, game rope broke different yeah. areas. I had, I had, I think I told you, I had a theory that something like that was going to happen. I'm like, if they are in this movie, they have to, you know, hint at something like that happening in the past movie. And this blew my expectations out of the water. Like, wow. So, right. No, I, I totally, I totally agree. And I think that was a much more, better way to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, Back when the movie, back when the, back when the Amazing Spider-Man for two first came out, I was I was uh, uh, dating this girl, and this long this long my longest relationship my longest relationship ever was three years, and um, we're dating, dating, and I think I remember leaving that theater really feeling really emotional, and I just like called her, and I was like I was like. I promise I'll never snap your spine. Yeah, I was, I was like, I'll never jump from a building and then disregard your spine and accidentally kill you. Yeah, yeah, that would suck if you ever did that in a relationship. I think that might end the relationship for different reasons, but yes, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that, that scene meant a lot to me because, like, I remember thinking back to that night where I was like really emotional after watching it. Yeah, so good, so good. So that's your number three, huh? Hadrell, <laughs> who just talked for a long time. Yeah, so that's my number three. What about you? You, what's number four? You want to hear my number four, or is it number two now? Oh, I guess if we're going out for us, I'm just going in any order. I'm kind of going in the Eight, order. One, maybe you're going five to one. I'm going one to. Five. Yeah, if I was going five to one, I would say my next one for my number two spot. Stop blue balling us. It's gonna be Captain America: Civil War. Oh shit, dude! This guy likes the crossovers. I like the crossovers. Cap- he's like, he's like, no, no, no. One hero, not enough. Give me ten. It was, I think, it was really good because it built off the last Avengers movie of like, yo, this is what happens when the superheroes aren't being held responsible. Uh, the Soviet Accords. It kind of shows two groups are divided and just seeing the inner conflict of like. Because it's funny because, like, yeah, they have a little plot point where there is actually a bad guy. But they have, it's like a really two good factions kind of fighting for their own causes. It's good versus good, not so much of the traditional good versus evil. Plus, that's the first ever appearance of MCU Spider-Man. So you got to love that. Back to Spider-Man. We're back at Spider-Man. So uh, having having that, like, MCU first appearance of Spider-Man is like, oh. The internet also also dubs that Civil War one as, like, Avengers, like, 2.0 or 2.1. It's basically Avengers. It's it's 100%. It would be like a Voltron and and 3, or is it between? Yeah, it's between a Voltron. Voltron. Because the the acts of Voltron, um, when we. Oh, that's right. The acts of Voltron kind of led to the Soviet Accords. Right, right, right. So a lot of people dub Captain America Civil War. Uh, Avengers 2.5 because like it's all the Avengers kind of coming again. It has everybody in. Also, no one talks about no one talks about this about this much, but like, is it Ant Man debut in in that movie, or no? Yes, I believe so. I um, my memory is bad. I, I'm gonna say yes, 
Ant-Man is debuted in that movie. I think so, too. I think I think that that's his debut. Yeah. But I think he was definitely overshadowed by uh, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man was so... But not going to lie, Paul Rudd is a tall black oh. water he's not mother, He's not such an Ant-Man. He's an Aunt-Man. He could have my aunt any okay. day. That's awesome, man. He's Happy. a sexy... You know, he was, he was selected as uh, Sexiest Man Alive in, like, 2016. Was it 2020? Yeah, 2020? Oh my god, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, he is a <laughs> sexy man. When you're sexy. Time no, flies. Honestly, for 53 years old, that man is a stunt. Oh, White and chocolate. At the time of this recording, he's coming out with a new movie, Ant Man Quantumania. What's going to blow up? Are we going to watch it together? Are you going to see it with your wife? We could watch it together. I love it. It comes out in April. Well, right? I'm your wife first, though, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll watch it together. I'm going to be in the theater, like, watching you watch it with your wife. Wouldn't that be cute? No. Oh, okay. I am extremely depressed all the time. You don't even know it. Oh, okay. Well, that's sad. But I'll watch it with you. <laughs> no, me and Jeremy and Cindy are going to go see it. Oh, that's good for you. Our buddy Jeremy, he always comes in clutch. Um, no, he doesn't. Yeah. I but, can tell you a whole lot of stories where he's, times where he's let me down. But he's a good guy. He's a good guy, yeah. He's, he's a, a good, guy. he's a good Christian man. He's a man. He is a man. <laughs> anyway, what's your number four spot? Um, The Guardians of the Galaxy, number one. Wow. I forgot about them. Hey, I forgot. Is it your turn to talk or is it mine? It, it's your turn, but I did so, forget about them. Shut up. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I love Chris Pratt. Mm. I love Chris Pratt. I've loved. I loved. I've loved him. I loved him since Parks and Recreation. I loved him when he was fat. I like him when he's skinny. I'm not gonna lie to you. I have a really hot take. I like people better when they're fat. I like it because <laughs> because they're funny. Like okay, what if what if <laughs> do you have to be fat to be funny though? Not always, but if you if you're fat and then get and then lose weight, are you still funny? Yes. No. 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 So you're saying the new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy isn't going to be as good because he's not as fat. He's he's um well he's not fat at all. He's actually shredded. Well, in his new in his new show, uh, The Terminalist, it's mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime. It's ten minute, ten episodes out right now. He he wrote and directed it. Yeah. The terminalist, he looks really skinny and like not he's not funny at all. And his facial hair is kind of like everywhere. So he's not funny as funny anymore. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that like look look at Jack Black. Yeah. If Jack Black lost like two hundred pounds tomorrow and he's at hundred and fifty pounds, mm-hmm. is he still funny? Can you see can you see a skinny Jack Black saying, Hey, this is a Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> To a point. That was more like a subversion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's very. I don't know because I know a lot of people who are funny who aren't fat, like Kevin right, Hart. But they, right? But they weren't fat at all at one point. Yeah, I guess. I guess I would have to see it to believe it. I haven't seen that new um, Chris Pratt show, so I don't know. Um, I, just, I I haven't seen either, either but I see mm. um, trailers and videos of I him. Mean, he just looks like a different person altogether. He looks yeah different. Plus, he's gonna be Mario. So he is Mario. He is Mario. So I'm excited for that actually. Um, yeah, so my third choice wasn't even actually Guard of the Galaxy, it was just Chris Pratt. That's my third choice. <laughs> Your fourth choice? Chris Pratt? Um, yeah, my fourth choice. Okay, so I like Guardians of the Galaxy. Actually, I love it so much. I love the soundtrack. Obviously, like, the soundtrack's a banger. I don't think anyone can, like, I don't think anyone can argue that. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack is phenomenal. It, it introduces a whole bunch of fan favorites. Yeah. Right? And we have, like, one of the best new characters ever. Mm-hmm. Rocky Raccoon. Rocky Raccoon, he's... Who's your favorite um, Guardian? Oh, I would have to say... That's hard. It's between Rocket Raccoon and Groot. And you're going to say Groot. Yeah, Groot's such a... You're so that's a plant lover. It was his idea to get this stupid plant behind me. Oh, but it's over by you. Because you need the oxygen. Wait, hold on. 
Wait, who put this plant here? You did. This plant. Okay, no, you're supposed to have your own plant over here. Okay. Well, Ryan is currently rearranging the plants. I will make sure not to cut to Ryan's camera because his butt is in the camera. Um, during that whole time, I did cut to your butt. <laughs> the whole time. The even with me talking. Spoiler alert. Okay, so Groot or Rocket? Yeah. Um, I like uh, I like Star Lord. Um, he's funny. It, it also uh, one of the step brothers. Oh yeah, yeah. He he works like basically for the Nova he's the, Corps. He's the police officer. Yeah, home to his alien wife. She's super hot. Yeah, you know that's hinted that they all died, right? What do you mean? Because uh, Thanos went to that planet where it's basically the Nova Corps to get one of the stones in Infinity War. So like, if he went there, he probably destroyed that whole planet. So they're probably all dead. Oh. Isn't that sad? He was such a good character. He might come back though. I, I don't mean, know. I mean. He could have just like stomped out people like guarding, guarding. Well, he worked for like kind of their military, so he would have been one of those people. Who that, was yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. so he's dead. No, he's not dead. It's like it's like did did Jet die in Avatar? We don't know. He's he kind did of, kind of unexplained. He did. Did he drown? Jet? Like he got hit with a rock. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, just and people were crying over his body. Yeah, and no. so it was like kind of hinted. No, he he said they just didn't want to say on Nickelodeon. <laughs> Can't I just like have this one thing brady no um okay yeah so i love that film nothing else you can really say about it it's funny as fuck it mm -hmm. has a great soundtrack introduces a bunch of great characters it's a contained story which you can just be by itself or it can be more and it was more obviously yeah uh i love chris pratt he's funny as hell i like when Ra rocky raccoon and i think the second movie he says like who are you kidding, Quill? You're one sandwich away from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I think my favorite part in the first Guardians of the Galaxy is the intro scene of Star-Lord where you don't see his face yet, but he's just singing and dancing to the uh, to the music to get the uh, the power stone and that little thing. Mm. Yeah. So funny. Do you know what? Um, We'll have to have another Marvel episode. Yeah, we will. Dude. The What If series when it was so, when it was uh, uh T'Challa T'Challa uh as Star Lord so uh, he kind of makes a really good Star Lord yeah he because he's not some scrub he changes Thanos like immediately without him turning to the Mad Titan yeah he's so good yeah oh my gosh it's such it, nerds it's kind of like it's kind of <laughs> like Chris Pratt is kind of a flawed flawed character and maybe that's why we gravitate towards him because he's kind of like Spider Man. Spider-Man's not perfect. Um, yeah, you see more of his flaws, I think, in uh, number two when he's dealing with daddy issues and mommy issues. Yes. Yeah, and then kind of just comes together. Number two was so fun. I think the best song in Guardians of the Galaxy one is Brandy. I think Brandy's in Brandy. number two. Is that two? Oh, it is because it it's Brandy about the mom. It's like Brandy. Yeah. Such a fun. And such then a the dad seduces like four thousand different women. Yeah, yeah, dude, that guy, that guy, those numbers are expert numbers. He fucks ego, ego, yeah. the living planet. Even though, because in the comic books, he's actually like a face on a planet. Yeah. So, but this one, he was just kind of like a sexual being. But like, how cool would it be to go back, to go to work the next day, or go to school the next day, saying, "Hey, like, I fucked a planet yesterday. Hey, I fucked a planet. Like, we're all fucking this planet. Recycle, bitch." Uh, I'm sure a lot of anime manga fans, um, you know, really enjoy Marvel. Oh, I love Marvel. I think I could talk about Marvel all day, every day. I love Marvel. Even with your wife? Even with my wife. She loves Marvel, too. She loves She-Hulk. Don't know why, but she loves it. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> Let me talk about my number five pick. What's, what's your number five pick? Can you see it coming? Uh-huh. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me think. Hey, Brady, 
um, bitch tits, uh, ra- raised rich, uh, everything. Incredibly, incredibly rich. Don't forget that. Incredibly. Oh, rich. Incredibles. Syndrome. Close. What's like the Incredibles, but not the Incredibles? Iron Man 1. Avengers Endgame is my last pick. You're so basic. So right, basic. Me, it's hear, such a good movie. That final Endgame. fight scene, you can't be like, you were like, woo! Like when Captain America was all by himself because he's got that dog in him. He was all by himself like, okay, there's a lore, there's a huge army. It's by myself. My arm's broken. Let me just strap in ready for this shit. And then Falcon's like on your left. And everybody from the MCU just appears out of nowhere. You can't say that's not hype. Four of your five picks were all like a multitude of heroes. Damn straight. In in one movie. Is that what makes uh the superhero so great is when they could team up and they could use I mean, yeah, they, they could use each yeah, other's strengths. Okay, okay, you know you know this is this is your top five. I can't say anything. Hmm. But uh yeah, I mean I agree. That's like one of the best movies I've ever and the same thing that I said about Infinity War can be said about Endgame, that you to fully enjoy, to fully feel like this is a masterful art uh, orchestra of like amazing movies strung together for one amazing fight. Is is to see all the previous movies and even some of the shows and other stuff. Yeah, and kind of kind of goes on like my first point with Thor Ragnarok, how it kind of develops his character. Endgame even develops his character even more. It makes him so flawed and vulnerable. Like he lost everything, and then he's Thor. Thor. Like he lets himself go. He gets really fat. He gets fat Thor. And it really, like, just seeing the change of, like, Fat Thor to, like, Asgardian Thor at the very end where he picks up the his two hammers and he just dual weeds it for a little bit. It's so crazy just seeing that character v- development only over one movie span. Right. And and Thor, actually, I think of everyone. I think of everyone. I think Thor suffered the most. Oh, he did. And yeah. He's, he's... He, lost, uh, he lost his brother, his dad, his mom, his whole planet. I wasn't going to say all that. But half yeah, his civilization. Also, his abs. Thanks for finishing my thought. I think that after him, Captain America lost the most. Yeah, he kind of lost his whole timeline. But he, didn't he get it back, though? Like, Thor still hasn't got Captain America, at the end of Endgame, he goes oh, back to his yeah. original timeline. Yeah. Listen, if there's more, you think he lost. But, like, Thor's still in that kind of journey where, like, yeah, he lost a lot, but he's creating, like, new experience when Captain America... I mean, it's different also because, like... um Yes, yeah, so some characters lost everything, but like they might be dead or like got their timeline back. Mm-hmm. Thor has to live with it. Yeah, he does have to live with it. Yeah, right. And it's like like he didn't get to take the easy way out. Not that anyone anyone really took the easy way out, but you know Iron Man kind of did. Uh, he died. Yeah, but like, is that the easy way out? Yeah, he died. I don't think that's the easy. I didn't think that's the route he wanted to go with. What I'm trying to say is that I think. Thor lost the most, and like you said, like his family, his abs. He lost Loki twice. <laughs> twice. Um, Loki might come back. Daughter. Daughter. He did game the daughter, his daughter love. She's great. I'm excited to see what they do with her. Yeah, I'm excited, dude. That last like five minutes is like such a well, probably some of the best five minutes of, of any Thor movie. Yeah. Well, talking about your number five, what's your number five? Uh, let me let me see. I can't remember. Oh, okay. There's so many gosh dang. Marvel. There's a lot of like really good movies. Like there's so many like I would put into the upper upper sh- uh, echelon. Epsilon. Epsilon. Um. Ep. Epsilons. Epstein. Okay, God. What's your number five? <laughs> neither one of us are. Neither one of us are literate. Illiterate. No, we are illiterate, but neither one of us are smart. We're not literate. The- That's what I was trying to say. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Smartest guy in this room, next after me. 
Anyway. <laughs> Three, two, one. Black Panther. Ah, OG Black Panther? Yeah. Really? Uh, Wakanda, Wakanda Forever is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really good. I like Black Panther 1 um, for every reason in the book. I love the soundtrack. So good. There's the they, had, they, dropped, they, they dropped a whole album. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar and like a handful of like 25 yeah. other artists dropped an album for the movie. Um, he killed that track. I love Michael B. Jordan. Holy shit. I love his acting. His I love the, I love his abs. He's voted like the hottest man in, like in 2022 or 2021. Um, I loved his outfit. He he helped design it himself in yeah. the movie. No, he's so cool. Like and 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 Chadwick Boseman has like the heart of gold. Um, the late God rest his soul, 2020. Uh, Chadwick Boseman passed. Uh, but he 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 was battling cancer for a long long time, mm-hmm. and no one even knew it. Only people really, really, really close to him knew that he was battling cancer. Yeah, and he's so strong. Like, he didn't want it to affect... Because even when they were filming Endgame, like, he was going through a lot of health issues. But he didn't tell anybody. Because he was just so strong and independent. Yeah. And um, the last thing he did, if you guys want to check it out, the last thing he did was the voiceover work for uh, the What If episode for... Uh, there's there's a series called What If on Disney+. Plus, and you can go check it out. It's an animated series. But he did the voiceover for his character's his character in that series, there's, he's just in like two episodes, I think, three, two or three episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want to check out this, the last thing he did, apparently. Uh, but yeah, Chadwick Boseman, um, absolutely killed his role. It showed us a, um, it showed us an amazing world of like technology with Wakanda. It showed us the conflict between the three um, Wakanda tribes. It showed us um, uh, how amazing, how intimidating Black Panther um, uh, bad guy can be. Uh, Killmonger. Um, so good. Well, yeah, it's literally. So I think Killmonger is probably in the top three of the best villains in the MCU. Yeah, his last words were "bury me in the ocean" because even my ancestors knew that dying, dying free is better than living. I really thought he was going to come back in the next one. I mean, he did, into a sense. But I really, I was in the camp of the firm believer, like he's going to be the next Black Panther. They're going to resurrect him, and he's going to be the next Black Panther. I was in that camp so hard. It'd be kind of cool if, like, maybe, like, he acts as, like, a mentor for She-Ra. Shiri? Shiri, yeah. Shiri? Shiri. Um, it'd be kind of cool if he, like, subconsciously acts as a mentor to her going forward. That'd be really cool. That'd be cool. But I think, like, that kind of story development or story plot point in it is when she saw him in the afterlife, I could say. She was trying to see her father or see her, see her brother. Yeah, th- it was someone who she didn't want to see. And he wasn't even so much a mentor figure it was kind of a point of like it kind of helped her realize this is someone who I don't want to be because her path was kind of like leaning towards rage so like if she took a wrong turn she was going to end up like Killmonger for rage and stuff but after seeing him she realized this is not the path is Wakanda on streaming it? yeah I believe it's on I want, I want to see that you should rewatch it yeah because you kind of like once when knowing that it's like oh after a conversation with Killmonger if she didn't have that conversation with Killmonger, she might have just killed Namor, like, right there. But instead, she, like, let him live, and they were able to find that truth between their tribes. Really? Yeah, okay. so she could have okay. went down the path of, like, evil and killmonger nish. <laughs> yeah, she barely won that fight, too. Like, it was, like, she outwitted yeah. him, but I feel like I feel like uh, Black Panther would have manhandled him. All he, all he has is, like, a staff and, like, some, like, little wings. Yeah, well, I, I, it was kind of, like... She only beat him 
honestly, I think only for the story, she beat him. Like on that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Barely. Like, yeah, she, she didn't be able to pull that ass pull. Yeah, she, it was kind of ass pull. Like if it was OG, like Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, I think it would have been like a better fight. I don't know if it would be. It wouldn't be even. I think it would be more one sided. To be honest, you think? To be honest, I think that if it was the OG, like like powered up by purple suit. Black Panther, I think I think he would have like been able to easily rip him apart because Shiri has like she's technology, like yeah. not trying to be rude. She doesn't have a lot of experience. She's skinny, not trying to be rude, but she's like, you know, she's like not muscular. Yeah. She's not any experienced fighter. She's a scientist. Yeah, well, that's what the herb does. It kind of gives her the power. But the fighting ability, I don't think the herb, what she eats, doesn't give her the fighting ability. It just gives her the ability. Right. It's like it's like having a gum and not knowing how to use it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like you're, you have the ability to like use it, but you need to be tro- properly trained in it. She didn't have any proper training. Yeah. Also, like guns have a kickback. You know, you don't know how to use it. You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, yeah. They should use that. But to be fair, they had to rewrite the whole story like in date. Yeah. A couple times just because with everything going on. They didn't know what was going to happen. Then sadly, with his passing, they had to rework everything in such a limited amount of time. When right. I think they right. should have just push back the movie. Even and harder. I no, I think it was good. Um, yeah. I think might be personally, I think it was fine where it was. I mean, yeah, it was good. I like that it didn't like <clears throat> it paid homage to the late Chadwick Boseman and and Black Panther. It it felt like the in the movie they were grieving with us. Yes, and we we saw that it. This wasn't like just some, oh wow, just another Black Panther. Like, no, this was like, this was like our son, this is our brother, this is our mm-hmm. hero, this was the people's champion, et cetera. And we lost this person. And, 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 um, it was very unfortunate. And, and we got to grieve like multiple times, like in the beginning, in the middle, and at the end too. Like, I'm not gonna give anything away, but the ending was, my, my opinion, really strong. Um, it was very emotional. The ending. You know what I like about it? At the beginning, it kind of throws you into, like, um, the Black Panther dying. But it doesn't explain, like, what's going on. That's kind of like us in the real world is, like, we got this information thrown at us. It's like, oh, my gosh, she's suffering with this. No one knew about it. And we're kind of getting thrown into this panic. But I do love how private it was because, like, Chadwick Boatman, when he was going through that stuff, it was very private. So even in the movie, they didn't they didn't exploit his death for a story element for MCU. Right. Nothing even happened, right? It was, just, it was a heart condition? Yeah, they, they, I, they didn't even say what the what he died from in the movie. What's kind of, like, honorable to, like, his actual family because, like, instead of exploiting, like, what he actually died in, they just, like, kind of left right. it unnamed in the movie. Um, So, I think you met him before. My friend, um, Mike. Mm-hmm. Mike uh, Good old Brown. Mike. Yeah, Mike Brown. Shout out Mike Brown. He is a local AZ artist and he's absolutely killing the game right now. He uh, He's getting better and better and better. I've watched him come up from like a little a little sh- you know he's like a little bitch ass brother to me i've watched him come up from like you know like a um a homie who can barely draw it's like now he's like absolutely killing it uh with the art shout out to mike brown by brandon creations he is a massive black panther fan yeah massive black panther fan yeah. um i've been to his office before mm-hmm. and he has cutouts he has he has like he has like hundreds and thousand dollar statues that's awesome he has like he has like black panther number one Sign and everything. He's a big Black Panther fan. Yeah, I felt so bad, dude, because like they pass. Yeah, he was affected by it. No, 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 no. Let me, let me finish. I texted him. I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I, I can't imagine like how you're feeling right now. He's like, what? What are you talking about? Oh shh. And then he, I was like, dude, like, here, here, check out this link real quick. And I never got a text back. I, uh, I never got a text back. I just figured he was like really sad. Mm-hmm. And then later that night, he, uh, he posted a video like going, going through his office, like just like 
kind of like really sad and remorseful talking about Black Panther. Because um, that's how he got into comic books and anime and stuff like yeah. that. Because like, the first introduction was his father um, showing him Black Panther. And so, like, uh, he, he like, kind of um, put, like, he made Black Panther and his father kind of like almost in the same, like, pedestal. Like, he kind of looked at both of them, like, hardcore. And yeah. so, like, you know, for that, for, for a character who represented the, the character, for a person who represented the character so well to pass, like, was impactful. Yeah, I know. I'm sure that's crazy but I'm, I'm glad they were able just to honor honor him yeah. and that because yeah. a lot of like you know some businesses they'll try to exploit that you know like oh we're gonna use this to like benefit like our story or we're gonna use it to bring people more into theaters mm-hmm. they didn't do that they didn't do right. that they did in such a respectful and way do you know what else that you noticed about this what's well, i it kind of just clicked it just kind of clicked with me more recently was that they did not call it black panther 2 they just oh. called it wakanda forever Really? Because it's not a Black Panther 2 movie. Oh, it's sort of... It's a Wakanda... It's its own thing. It's own thing. That's great. I what thought I thought it was Black Panther... Because everybody in the internet, they just call it Black Panther 2. I think it's called Wakanda Forever. No, probably, uh, that makes a lot more sense. And if that's not the case, I think that's a lot better. Because it totally is, like, its own self-contained story. You're not really following, like, Chadwick Moseman character as T'Challa. No, no, you're right. No, I'm wrong. It, it's Black Panther, Wakanda Forever... Which, I mean, it's still better because they don't call it Black Panther 2 or anything. Yeah, I think just Wakanda Forever is like, because it's kind of its own thing. Do you think they're going to make more just straight Black Panthers with, like, Shiri? Or do you think she's just going to be cameos now in, like, big team-up movies? Like, do you think she's they're going to have her own, like, plot? If she if they do, I want them to make her more badass. Yeah. Because, like... Like, she used the time to, like, train with the... Yeah, the like, I want to see her train. I want to see Ironheart be more... Be more um, Powerful. I want Iron Heart yes. to be uh, more badass. I want them to be. I want to feel like, whoa, that was so sick. Now, like, yeah, kind of like the battle with uh, Black Panther and Killmonger on that train underneath ground. Yeah, like actually, that- yeah, that was yeah. Black Panther was my number number five pick. Um, my one gripe, my one complaint about that movie was that the final fight was a little bit hard to see in the dark. Are you talking about OG Black Panther? It, it was a lot of like rusty CGI. Usually, I'm not like a big picky guy on CGI, but it was like. It was dark. It was moving too fast. The blur. Yeah. You you noticed the CGI a lot. It was like it's not good CGI if you noticed it. But only the dark though. Like in, in my opinion, I think I think um the, there's a point in the final fight where they drop to like this like darker area and it's hard to see and the, the CGI is like, a little bit lacking. Mm. Um, What's crazy because like I don't know too much about CGI, but a lot of CGI movies are kind of filmed in the dark because it's easier to put in CGI in dark places rather than light places because more light makes it more realistic. Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah. I Well, I, I just, like, I watched a CGI video about it and I was like, oh, that's why, like, a lot of, like, fight scenes and stuff are kind of in, like, darker areas mm. and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Except for um, Free Guy. Have you seen Free Guy? Free Guy's super bright. The but last, but, last but Free Guy gets over. away with CGI since it's based in a video game. So, like, it's allowed to be kind of clunky yeah. because like that's like free guy and level one are allowed to get away with like interesting CGI because it's not supposed to pass on for like real, you know, stuff. It's supposed to be like a video. I like free guy. Maybe you can start talking crap about it. I love free guy, man. I think free guy has such a fun career. What is this free guy? Uh, definitely the last fight scene where he brings out like Captain America's shield and it cuts to everybody that cr- cuts to like Chris Evans. Dude, freaking like, what, what the, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, is my favorite Marvel movie actually. Yeah, it's, it should be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He, uh, he kind of is. He's uh, Deadpool. 
Uh, yeah, he he is. I'm excited. I'm excited for Deadpool. To we can definitely do another top five. We can do we can do top five worse or top five Marvel anything. Yeah, Marvel relate. Oh, I have a lot of top five Marvel anything. Actually, there's so much like different avenues of Marvel anything. TV shows, anime shows, anime movies, uh, Sony movies. Could even be video games. Some people love some Marvel video games from back in the day. Um, right. There's uh, a lot. Sony movies, yeah. I would put Logan. I would I would put Logan in my mind top five. Logan's, Logan's pretty good. Or uh, anything Marvel-related movies in general. Yeah, Logan's pretty good. I have some other ones. I really love the Deadpool movies. They're really good. Number two made me laugh a lot, too. Even though number two has a slightly lower rating, I, I think number two made me laugh a ton as well. Um, I think Spider-Man the PS4 game is one of the best Spider-Man stories. Right. Period. Oh, stories? Okay. Yeah, it's one of the best Spider-Man stories, period. One of the best Peter Parker's, period. Just the way they brought that Peter Parker to life and the way they brought the villain, the villain's Doc Ock, to mm-hmm. a point. Um, the way they kind of introduced him and how they involved Peter's personal life, super good. Like, if they just... They'd made a live action movie just off of that plot. It would be like with the white suit. Uh, yeah, the white suit's in it. It's like it's super good, super crazy, dude. If we open it up to all Marvel properties, I would say that's gonna be like a two hour podcast. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh my god, I saw me and my mom bonded over the new trailer because like you know his mom was behind him and he's like me. Oh, that's like, such a good like, scene. He's like she's like me like. Like no matter where you go, I want I want you to know that you are loved. Never never doubt you are loved, yeah. baby. And then my mom's like, oh. Have you seen that extended version of that? They release online like an extra like minute of that oh, scene. Nice. You should watch it. it. It looks really good. Oh, it looks so good. And like the way that like Spider Man twenty nine nine slams into the ground, it looks like it hurts so bad. Yeah, he's a monster. He's an absolute. I'm I'm wondering like what did Miles do to make all, all right. these guys? <laughs> I keep on forgetting. It's a two parter. I keep on forgetting, like, oh, it's all going to be in this one movie. We're going to have to wait another three years for the rest of this movie. I think more than that, maybe, because, oh, like, it could be. Unless if they, like, been working on both of them at, simultaneously, that would be hype. Because they did that with uh, Infinity War and Endgame. They were just a year apart from each other because they were working on them both together. What's such a smart decision. I think Sony might do that. Right. That's what Avatar did. Apparently, he turned in nine hours of footage, um, the director, James Cameron. Right? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Chris Cameron? Chris. Who's Chris? I don't know, dude. I gave my directors mixed up. Uh, it's all right. If they're not actors, they're not important. Yeah, basically. If they're not anime or or Captain America, they're not important. <laughs> anyway, he turned in apparently nine hours of footage. So I'm not sure, like, if that's also part two or just all one movie. No, no, because uh, the Avatar series, uh, Way of Water, I guess that's just the second one. Uh, they're planning on four to five movies. Like additional four or five movies, dude. they're milking. They're milking that cow, dude. I wish I wanted. I wish I could be milked like that. You can be, just in a different sense, in a way. Wow. Um. So that's um. That's basically, guys. Um. Uh, that's our Marvel first Marvel episode. We we could probably do at least a three or four three or four more of these. Yeah, I feel like there's so much Marvel related stuff. We not only in the MCU, but all of Marvel. We had to consciously cut each cut cut us off on some parts. I was I was like, you know, we're 
talking Wakanda or Spider-Man. We could talk about Spider-Man all day. We could talk about Black Panther all day. We even talk about how, like, you became godly good at Fortnite for, like, two months while... Just because of Spider-Man. Just, I was so motivated to get the Spider-Man skin in Fortnite. I got godly at Fortnite. Yeah, we're, like, Brady was, like, for once, like, leading the charge. I was was like, oh, my gosh, like, who is this guy? I was like, I need that Spider-Man. I need level 99 to get (laughs) Spider-Man. We used to depend on this guy to heal us. Now he's, like, leading the charge. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not banded bitch anymore. I'm uh, rescue... Ranger. We <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're Red Gelato. <laughs> Red Gelato. The <laughs> Red Gelato, the the color of justice. And hey, to the three people still listening, thank you. Thank you so much. And hey, for the two and one third person still listening, thank you. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. Um, thank you for coming out to uh Marvel episode one and Snack Run Podcast episode five. Alright, bye, see you next time.